here we are with our post-game interview after the NA Sunday night event. We had our first round on Burnside's Bridge where the CSA took a more original strategy, trying to hold the bridge instead of falling back, and they were able to win that way. And then the second round was on Pry House, and due to a huge union mistake of capping point when both sides were on breaking, uh, Confederates were able to just knock the union down and take point and win that round. So Confederates won both rounds. We're going to introduce everyone with us tonight. We'll start with the union players. So first we have Complex. Hello, everyone. I'm Complex, uh, IVB captain. Um, so, yeah. All right. No, <laughs> thank you. Um, this is my bad. My pressure's no, like, still up here. No, you're good. You're fine. Uh, next we have Scott. What's up, everybody? Scott's first Maryland. Let's get it. All right, thank you. And then last but not least, we have McPhail from the Union. Uh, Captain McPhail with 5th Florida and uh, the Sussie Brigade and uh, Justice for Booch. All right, with that being said, we'll move on to the CSA players tonight. We have York. Hi, uh, I'm York. I'm with Black Shoes Battery, the artillery for i -Corps. All right, thank you. Next, we have Cheeto. Hey, what's up, fellas? I'm Cheeto. I'm the general for AB, and I'm still... Goondog's daddy. And next we have Goondog. Uh, Goondog, Six Georgia, Walker's Division, I Corps. Uh, special shout out to uh, Booch down at C Block. And then last but not least, we have Leahy. Hey, uh, Captain Leahy from Blackshear's Battery and doing communications with PB and I believe 74th PA for us tonight. All right. Yeah, Sweet. With that being said, thank you all. Uh, we're going to get started with the first round, Burnside's Bridge. The Confederates won, so we'll ask them first. What was your guys' strategy going into that round, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? Uh, just getting back to our roots. I mean, that's something we used to always do is hold I think, the bridge. Uh, Dog, you should take this one right now. Cheetos Mike's muted. He, he can talk. Uh, he was talking. I think you might have him muted. <gasps> York, you bastard. York, I think you have him muted, like, personally. Maybe. Yeah. Off with his head. Yeah, no, so we uh, just go back to our roots. We used to hold the bridge and then really work around that artillery. Um, and everything was just adjust on the fly. That was pretty much the basic premise of that strategy. Um, I think also a good thing, we actually force that map, force the Union to go into a linear battle, which um, is always going to be... Um, um, advantage to the CSA side, the defender side, make it linear. I think one time we kind of baited on the uh, left side, which would have been the Union right side. We um, had a unit push all the way up almost to that um, stone wall in that far uh, CSA left side, and kind of they, they kind of got isolated and, and beaten back pretty bad. Um, we took charge of both of our flags for a long time, and I know that hurt. Um, it was just um, like just like Cheeto said, it's it's like the old school tactic. All right. Any other Confederates have thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was super nice being able to like just push our, our artillery up straight up on the bridge. Um, definitely helped with thinning out the herd um, with with the massive Union pushes. Um, and 
you know, being able, to, like like Goondog was saying, able to make the, the battlefield linear, we were able to just funnel them into our, our lines. Um, did our absolute best to not give them much room to be able to move around. Yeah. Having the other regiments that were working with us be quick on the hop helped with that as well. Yeah, Confederates tonight, they were moving very fast to new positions. Uh, it, it looked good from an overview perspective. Uh, so yeah, with that being said, Union, what was your guys' strategy going into that round, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? Um, the first one, it was to go left, and uh, we basically everyone goes left, IVB goes right. And then we were going to try to push up, but then uh, that failed, obviously. And then uh, we went right the second time, I believe, and tried to go for the stone wall a couple times, failed, and then we just started to go up the middle. CSA was playing good. They were playing close down to the road. Um, couldn't really push them up the hill as hard as we tried. Uh, like they said, the flags, that was probably one of our biggest issues is our flags went down and we couldn't get them back up. And then we're running really far from spawn while they got a pretty short run, plus their flags up. So just couldn't get more men on the battlefield really than they could. Yeah, I mean, uh, the first time we charged over, I mean, it was just an unlucky loss there. We, were, we weren't able to get the, the the Confederates. The Confederates were moving into good good positions there, so they had us the first time. But every time after the first time we tried charging, that already would rip us to pieces. So it would ruin half of our uh, advances by shredding, like, half the lines that were charging over. So I think... Uh, that already definitely deserves a lot of credit there for mowing our herds, pushing across. Yeah, you almost had it though in that first charge y'all did. Your left, our right. Yeah. You a couple groups, but I don't know. I don't know if you guys didn't have enough numbers or what, because we were able to reform pretty quick. I don't know if it was just too quick or I don't know. I was able to get you boxed in and push you guys out. Um, I mean, it was a good fight though down there yeah that was a, it was close with the uh i believe there's a confederates on the fence there they would be there right after we get already shot those guys would be there to clear off the remaining guys those guys on the fence at the bottom yeah that'd that be was, uh EA and PB down there yeah that was a strong position there it was a uh, probably the hardest position to push past there and i would like to add also shout out to those guys pa pb um they did a ph phenomenal job 100% on that one. Uh, Scott, did you have any thoughts of the first round? or? I mean, not really. Uh, you know, we just kind of played like shit, to be honest. Everybody, The CSA played it like they were supposed to play it, and we got punished for it. We kept getting losing our flags, and we just couldn't get it back, and on that map, if Union loses their flags and they're forced to charge the bridge over, especially with artillery now, like as we saw tonight, like it, it would take an act of God to be able to get back over and actually be able to do any damage or anything and get establish a foothold. Um, yeah, so I just got a compliment to CSA that they, they played it pretty much perfect. All right. Well, that being said, we'll move on to the second round. CSA also won that, so we'll start with them again. Uh, CSA, what was your strategy going into Pry House, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? 
Oh, we try to take it a little bit slower, um, get the tickets down, do the taking losses deal. Um, unfortunately, we cap first. <laughs> uh, that wasn't really planned on, so we said, screw it, we go with the plan. That kind of threw some things out. And then that last cap, we have no idea who the hell did it. Like, we didn't want to cap it. We were trying to tell everybody to pull off. We want to get them down the no breaking. And then I guess some person was staying there and capped it up, and it was like, well, crap, here we go. So it turned into that weird breaking. They capped it while we broke, breaking situation. It was just, it was just awful towards the end. But luckily we won. But, yeah, we were, we were biting some fingernails on that one. Um, we got to a – I know uh, we were getting to a point where we had to start getting aggressive. Um, I think um, the union put – I don't remember – I don't even know what unit was uh, pushed all the way up. Um, we actually had a unit fall back real quick, and they pushed up, and it, it just uh, – we were in, able to envelop them, uh, us and uh, some guys from 14 Tennessee. Um, then there was a couple of times where we were able to charge out, like, right close to where we would be out of bounds. Uh, union, my hat's off to Union because, you know, in those first – you know, first part of that battle, they played exactly how – got. And it, that's a problem with that, that map because the Union plays it right it's going to be this long drawn out thing. Um, and, uh, you know, basically that CSA, you definitely, you got to get aggressive at certain times and you got, you, if you see an opening, you got to take it. Yeah. Uh, Artie was, Artie was pretty useless on that map. Um, we gave one cannon to PB and they were able to use that pretty effectively. And I think we flipped the cannon, but you know, three quarters away through the match, uh, we just hopped off. We just kind of became the the flag bearers. I think three of us had flags, um, and we'd have to definitely give a, a shout out to uh, you know PA and Walkers being really aggressive on that left side. I think Leahy can talk a little bit more about uh, the PA's movements, but um, just trying to take tickets out on that left side was the is really the one place where we could get um, some kills and get them down to breaking where we needed them. Yeah, we had Walker shifted over, 14th shifted over, and then Anderson's brigade or first AB shifted over as well. And uh, we just left the flags on the stone wall to make, try to make it look like we didn't shift. And the, uh, it was MJ's idea, so that we were able to push, and they uh, got some good damage in on that side. And it was, uh, it was well, it was really well done on everybody's part. All right. Any other thoughts from Confederates before we move on to the Union? Uh, just actually a quick question for the Union. During your guys' counterattack, right you know, when it actually gone to that phase, what was kind of going through your guys' head, if you don't mind me asking? Because that was a great fucking charge. Pardon my French. Are you talking about one of those taking losses, taking losses? Yeah. I mean, basically, we were, we were turtling, and then we decided to, as soon as you tapped it, we were going to charge out. And the what we were saying in Steam Chat was to not stay on the point, to go past it. We didn't want to cap. We wanted to just go past it and wipe you guys. And uh, that did not happen. Some people stayed on point. We capped, and that was the end of us. All right. Uh, with that being said, we'll move on to the Union. What was your guys' strategy going into that round, and how did you react to the average change of battlefield? Scott, do you want this one? 
Uh, what our plan was to do is kind of sit back and try to almost do like a turtle in maneuver and try to shoot it out. And if they were going to go to cap the point, we would just w give them the point cap pretty much instead of trying to defend it, give them the cap. And then we were going to push them off and then we were going to go right back to it. Um, looks like we kind of did away with that plan a little bit because we had guys that were pushed out and not everybody was falling back. And, um, but in the end, I think, you know, it was going great. I think we were doing good. And then, uh, we, we kind of just screwed it up there at the end by recapping the point instead of pushing forward. But yeah, that, I, I think, uh, we can't, we executed our plan pretty well and, uh, we just paid the price there at the end for it. I guess my question is to CSA. So you guys were talking about the left side there. You're your left or our left? Our left, you're right. Okay, so what what are you talking about when you said you got a lot of kills on us over there? Because it was me and Delaware were on that right side behind the defilade, and we took maybe, I mean, we never got wiped, and we were taking way more hits on you guys than you guys were taking on us. If if you're talking about your, your right side, um, which would have yeah. been our left, we wiped out two of your units over there. Are you there talking was, about when they moved way up, those two units? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know who that was, but that was not Delaware yeah. in Florida. Yeah. We stayed behind the, the wheat bales there at the top of the hill. Yeah, and there was that one. Definitely to reload. Yeah, there was, one that, uh, there was one that pushed all the way up, damn near close to our artillery, and we kind of pincered them. Uh, at 14th, yeah. we almost kind of baited them, um, and we just came in behind them and pincered them. They, they stayed way too late. Um, yeah, and I did see that. Another, there was another unit that you know, the rocks right behind that that took up place in there, and uh, they stayed for I, I don't know why they stayed, but they stayed, um, and we took them. Now we eventually got wiped off, but um, we got we 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 uh, we took a, I think we we got more than what we got. Wait, we took more than. Okay, I do remember that too. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, me, you guys Mandela, eventually wiped, wiped us. I mean, yeah, yeah we I don't wiped know you almost instantly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys eventually wiped us out, but you know, it's kind of the damage is done on that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, just wondering about that because I, I I felt we were taking more losses on the road than anywhere. Yeah, well, that yeah, um, where there there was a unit um that was trying to volley. We kind of got into a volley match with you guys for a little while um on that left side, um, which was kind of interesting, but. You guys played it right on that one. I mean, you know, that's kind of what you got to do. You, if you get over aggressive, especially in the early parts of that, that game, you're going to lose pretty quick as Union. Any other Union thoughts? The Artie was on point on that right side. Your left, our right. Yeah. Because we were out in that rocks at the beginning, but we had two case shots came in, and so we were like, okay, we're getting out of here. Oh, yeah, that uh, that that back bush on, on y'all's right side, uh, we had that dialed in. But once you guys moved up onto that ridge line, I mean, there's the only thing we can really do is just throw canister. Yeah, we should have been up on the ridge line the whole time because up there we had better shots anyways. And more cover to reload in. I think Delaware, the Delaware was do, they were doing the volleys. They were coming up and doing volleys and then going back to reload them. We were doing independent fire. We figured that way you guys always got fire going on you so it would make you more suppressed. That was just a that's kind of almost a kind of a drunken brawl at the end. That's usually how that one works. But yeah, you guys couldn't play it much better than that. 
I mean, other than, other than the very end, but you know, there's some things that'll happen, especially when you got multiple regiments that are just completely out of your control. Yeah, I think we instead of charging the point, maybe we should have just charged down one side or the other and just said, you know, keep going. I mean, yeah. we're saying keep going, but you know, some of well, the yeah, units yeah. or some of the men don't. You know, they just start reloading on point once we take it. Yeah, be, be yeah, I would be careful second guessing yourself. I thought you guys played that really well because even if you wouldn't have, even if you guys wouldn't have capped it, you still had. I, I don't know. I think. Even if you wouldn't have capped at that time, you know, something else could happen. So it's kind of, I don't know. I mean, yeah, even on that last, that last push, I mean, it was, it was close. We, I think we had like eight or nine guys left over that were just able to like get the flags up and, you know, clean up. But that, the, all y'all's bayonet charges were very, either wiping us out or very close to wiping us out. Absolutely. All right. Uh, yeah, that was a good two matches to watch. I enjoyed it, especially Burnside's because CSA played uh, like they were like back in the old days. It was fun. Any other comments, I guess? Casualties. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. Like 350 to 745 or something. It's crazy. Yeah. That was old Burnside's right there. That's old Burnside's. I really wish that they would do that in pubs, just not fall back right away to the stone wall. It makes the fans well, fun. Well, we, we, you know, we tried doing that too a couple of times, and we've, we've won one, then one lost, one loss, and then, you know, just kind of just everything stars line one time. I think the key, like, we, I, I actually sent my guys to Artie after, like, half my Artie guys, I sent them to Artie after a while because I was like, we got to push them off that hill somehow. Yeah, they got they and they got pretty accurate. Uh, whoever was on those cannons, yeah, one of y'all melted me, <laughs> but very, get hitting very close to our skirmishers. Might have been. Yeah, you almost wiped out Fourteenth, but they just moved after a volley. It was right there on them. And I've I've played Union already on that map, and it it takes it takes a lot of skill to land your shots through all those trees. So props to them. Yeah. I've seen I I've seen some crazy shot that you guys try to do. You it actually went. I've never seen them go through those trees, but you guys actually almost hit us on the left side, on that or on the CSA far left side. But man, it was, it was the first time I ever seen something like that before. Because <laughs> usually you can't get any shots through there. I know at the very beginning, some one of some of you guys were taking like sniper shots from our at our spawn, and we were getting we were getting hits. Like, <laughs> we lost a couple of guys like coming across the field, getting to the bridge. The shots probably never happen again. You can't, it's nothing you can count on. Yeah, I think on our end, it's just we we were missing today the people in the, the you know you guys probably know this, but in the Steam chat you got to have like that person who's like kind of the de facto leader, like the unsaid spoken. Yeah. We have like a couple people, like I mean, Scott, you do a good job and everything, but it's just that I, I think some people only listen to certain people as part of the problem. So like when Scott would say go, I'd go, but maybe some other units didn't. Yeah, it was. Like we all kind of agreed, like okay, we're we're gonna go at this time, and it'd be like two units going, and everybody, and then there'd always be one u- big blob of, of a unit that would just sit around and not do anything. Yeah, everybody else is going and stuff, and it was it just like people weren't really going as a group. It was more like you know some people were going, and then others were just kind of waiting, and by the time they got there, it was already over. It was way too late, or we just, it was just 
not very good uh coordination. Sussy, we were basically dealing with our like B squad or a C squad for some of our guys. Cause Azu wasn't there, then also Murphy wasn't there. I'm still gonna talk shit to Murphy, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> talk to his ghost right now. He's a war of rights moderator. He deserves respect. Well, I'm the head moderator now since I, my name comes before his name. Oh, Do y'all remember when we could actually go across that bridge? Or at least go up to it? But now you can't get down the road without being out of line. That was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I think you could go. You could have gone to like the foot of the bridge or something like that. Just well, you like, could actually go across it or at least oh, halfway no, through no. it. And then they, then they put it at the foot of the bridge. And then we would do the old school tactics like we did this match and then certain people complain the devs come in and it's like it's too hard they actually thinned out the uh not thinned out they actually put more brush along the uh the riverside for the union to hide and they push back the uh the boundary again and it's like damn why wouldn't they just adjust the tickets yeah that, i don't that know that would make more sense yeah, like, like, I have no it's idea. Historical realism, they're like, we're going to add bushes here that weren't here, and then we're going to do all this, and it's just like, you could just increase the tickets. Which would be historical and everyone can enjoy. Yes. Right. Well, do you all remember uh, Pry Ford, uh, where the big-ass tree is on point? You, you know where the, the rock formation is on CSA left, Union right? Mm -hmm. That There used to be a giant bush slightly off from that, and we would use that bush as an anchor point, and they took it away. But then they added a giant ass rock closer to the Union side, so it's like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> yeah, just in the middle of the uh, Antietam battlefield, the battlefield just changed in real life. That was actually historical. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a little map editing here. Forget this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. With I guess any other comments before we call it off. This has been a fun chat. Good job for everybody. I mean, good job playing against the Union. It was a good fight. Uh, good job for the units to play on our side, P, uh, PB, PA, you know, and our guys in, in general. So good night for everybody. We probably should have picked different maps. Or a different <laughs> map. I told you all to stay with Roulette Lane. No, no, <laughs> no, we're not going to play Roulette Two Lane. Two defense no. maps, though. Roulette Lane is literally an auto win for the Union. God, right I now. hate the Roulette Lane. It is literally an auto win. We could have picked like, Eastwood Skirmish. It's like, like as a Union, you've got, to just, you've got like maybe 100 yards to defend. That's it. And you literally just defend that L shape. And yep. as long as you can keep at least half of it up, you're going to win. And keep, and and keep the Rambos out of the house. Everywhere. Keep the Rambos out of the house. Don't go in the house. Stay out of the house. And your oh. artillery literally has free range to just destroy any unit because they could see every single place on the map. It's literally like we should have played it, like I said. But Maybe, what do yeah. I know? Remember when the CSA I, I would just... always win that? It was a CSA yeah. bias, man. Mm -hmm. I remember one time, we run it like record time one time. We just charged, it was, uh, Booch was here. I remember that. And then like, we just charged full left, whole team, CSA team, went up and took the arty and then it was yeah. over. That, that, that's the way you used to play, go around that damn pond. I go over there near the pond and come out near the hay bales. That's the way you used to play it, man. But, you know, it's same thing with, uh, what the hell is that on, uh, the Brit, the river crossing on, um, um, freaking Harper's Ferry. Yeah. It used to be such a pain in the ass for Union because you'd sit whenever the um, AI artillery 
you'd sit at that damn stone wall waiting for him to come off, and you get blasted by artillery every single freaking time. Yeah, defensive maps, or I guess defense has become easier with more players. I guess that for makes sure. Sense. You yeah, can guard I'll more. Tell you what, whoever decided that throwing a cannon on the river crossing into the pontoon bridge so it's blocked <laughs> off deserves <laughs> a medal. <laughs> I remember everybody that's was a... so pissed off about that. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, the the I used to love I used to love auto shirt, but I I can't stand that map in CSA anymore. I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, it's just so small, man. You just get it's it's really hard to do something, uh, come up with a good defense on, on auto shirt. I think it used to be possible, but now it's it's hard. I wish these events we could play like those bigger teams, you know. Yeah, we're we're always a hundred v hundred now. Yeah, it, it, probably most fun I ever had was when we did that four hundred round four hundred man on um, Burnside's. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, that was sweet. Oh. So yeah. Is that when the devs spawned in that yeah, huge the... staircase of <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then spawned the... and everyone fell down. I was that when did. they showed the horse and told everyone not to shoot it and then somebody did and then... I think it was after. I think they came up in a drill camp or something. Well, no mate. Bloody Lane. Been... Yeah, yeah, Bloody Lane. There you go. Dude, I was when they showed that in the drill camp, I was spectating and getting off the horse was weird. The guy would just be going full speed with the horse. The horse would just disappear. And then the guy would keep going, and then he just disappeared. <laughs> it was funny. Um, so yeah, they they won't have it by Christmas. No, we'll say, dude, that'd be the greatest thing ever. Christmas greatest. of twenty twenty eighty. Yeah, yep. fair I've enough. got a I've got a bet going with uh, Doug. Uh, with, when, uh, when I already bet him that they wouldn't have it by Christmas last year, and he lost that bet. But I said double or nothing this time. Them and Star <laughs> Citizens in a uh, in a race right now to get get to uh, beta. <laughs> Jeez. yeah so with that all being said thank you all for coming on everyone in this voice call if they want a social media link in the description of the video that'll be there check them out the uh all the regiments who participated in this video will also be in the description join them please do it's lots of fun and yeah with that being said please like comment share subscribe for more we're working on other things outside of recording events should be good coming in the future days. And with that being said, Goondog, do you have anything to say? Cue the music.